All right. Check, check, check one, check two, check three, check four, check five, check six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Welcome to the Cannabis With your host, me, Rob Cantrell, coming to you live and direct from the internet and beyond. Um, Thank you for tuning in to the Cannabis Coffee Hour. I got a great big jug of coffee. I'm on my second French press. I actually had two clean French presses. I literally went through one. I didn't wash it. I had another one ready to go because I knew the podcast was coming up and I think that needs to be my system. But I also have some great cannabis. I got my my trusty Chellum Chillum, uh, glass one hitter from Marley, one hitters. I love these guys. Um, And uh, it's not too clogged up. I have some fine cannabis. I think it's a little bit of an um, indica. So, you know, just bear with me if I, if I, take a nap during this but no not at all i got a big i mean i got the biggest coffee cup i got and then this is the second french press and this is the first cup out of the second french press so this is just caffeine delight because i did actually prepare for this show i have some things i want to talk about i just want to give a shout out to dina hesham um that did the podcast last week. She was awesome. That was a great podcast, a lot of fun. And then I did a show, uh, shout out to her and all her endeavors. Uh, Hopefully we'll have her back on the podcast soon. But then I went out and did a show. So I like did the edit, I did the whole podcast and uh, I love doing the podcast, but it is, you know, you gotta, you gotta nothing to it, but to do it got to do it weekly and i try to i try to uh i do keep uh, a steady pace with this thing and i enjoy doing the solo mission ones just as much as this guest because i think i still have a lot to learn uh on doing this and understanding about listening and not talking over people and um more or less being relaxed like i've noticed that i get really jumpy but i'm a natural spaz but i get jumpy uh when i do the podcast or do stand up it's just been a part of my comedic reaction to the situation but the older i get um the more i watch myself and become more self-aware that i don't need to always work from that space a lot of the space that I want to work from is just being super chill, bruh. And that's what I love about doing this podcast because on the whole, uh, cannabis does uh, make me super chill. Um, whatever that means. But I do have some uh, on the Patreon. Check us out on the Patreon. We got uh, a ton of video. If you ever want to watch the video portion of this and we're expanding that vision uh, outward and and into uh, television realms very soon. Um, Putting it all together, but doing it all myself and doing all the editing, all the audio, the art. Yeah, I have had friends give me stuff for art, but I still am chopping it up and doing it. Like these things like the podcasts or even music or just how the internet world is moving. 
and the more I see through it, and the more I want to tap out now and then. Uh, but uh, you know, the constant flow of content. But you can either you can embrace it in the sense of, hey, I'm going to try to do some quality shit and have fun doing this, and that's what this podcast is all about. I love doing this. I love uh, I love coffee. I love herb. I love comedy. I love talking. I love making the beats for this. I'm not the best beat maker, but uh, I've made some beats that are out there in the universe because of me. That's a powerful thought, but really not really. But uh, like all this stuff, you know, it's uh, I kind of say, you know, you're kind of playing with the nothing. Um, There's just space. And you fill the space with something that's uh, actually what you want to (laughs) see. And that's what I always wanted to see. I wanted to see a cannabis coffee uh, talk show, roaming talk show um, with some music. I always envisioned music with this thing, thing, but I was talking to some people about it. Um, We're pitching possibly to some bigger things beyond the internet but uh it's just the rights to music so that's why you don't see like bands like only the tonight show or some of those bigger network shows um have like the rights to it just costs a lot of money you got to pay up um but i do have an album coming out speaking of rights and music and all of it but i do have uh an album coming out that you can it's coming out on december 22nd i might as well make the announcement i'll do it here first but check out the album it's coming out on december 22nd and it's called caffeinated dope rhymes and it's uh uh you know i've over the years i've i've been rapping I've always had music with my comedy. Like I had a jazz band in San Francisco, um, let's say, and then um, and then I started doing uh, more hip hop stuff when I came to New York. That was, you know, the '90s, the early '80s, the golden age is actually the New York. I love the graffiti. That's why I have in the green screen behind us a place called Five Points. Uh, this is a real picture I took, and this was some of the when I came in 2005. This, I mean, this is like the throwback to the 1980s or the heyday of graffiti. Graffiti actually was like when hip hop rolled out in the 70s, I what I remember in terms of like mainstream zeitgeist, graffiti was first and then it was breakdancing. Graffiti was like in the 70s, like these TV movies came out about graffiti and graffiti writers and it was almost attached to the like the warriors and new york gang culture and out of that new york gang culture came hip-hop the next generation embraced music instead of violence which was what was so dope and which it is so dope about um hip-hop so you know what was like oh and then the 90s came or the 80s and hit hip hop kind of with Run DMC, they call the golden age beasties. But then, you know, Grandmaster Flash was before that. Houdini was like a step before all of them um, in terms of like mainstream, you know, um, mainstream hip hop. I mean, there was the Sugar Hill Gang, 
And then it was, uh, I could talk about this forever, but this graffiti is amazing. And looking back on music, and that's what I also wanted to talk about, but check out my album, Caffeinated Dope Rhymes. It uh, has my song, Coffee and Weed. It also has Coffee and Weed Go-Go remix. Uh, Go-Go. Um, and then I did a, like a campfire song, but I got the original demo. So there was a couple demos from some of the music projects. So pretty much what it is, is like some of the major like internet hits that I've had. I wouldn't call them super hits. Nothing went like 2 billion viral, but uh, around the comedy scene, people definitely have heard about coffee and weed and rub my feet. Those are two joints that I'm definitely proud of. And I'm proud of the video. And I just wanted to get on streaming services. So that's what this project's all about. It's called, um, caffeinated dope rhymes and it's coming out on december 22nd and it'll have coffee and weed a couple remixes and then it has what i got by sublime but a better mix like the mix that i came out with this summer is a little bit off i'm not really proud of it. i love the video but i gotta rework and lay that all out so that's kind of like the music project that i got going on i love doing music i've been making beats maybe i'll put a new beat on the end of this joint but um but what i i mean i went mob deep into the beatles get back documentary that has been like oh man um it does get boring after a second but just like how good the footage is how legit the time was i liked all the beatles i didn't really realize that this was a negative this was the last time they played together but um they've been going they were going you know they were almost 40 years old and they were going since they were like 17 so it's just a trip to see it um play out and that much footage and it edited by the dude that did peter jackson that did um you know lord of the rings you know he's got some good editors he's got some crazy macbook power <laughs> disney got probably got some crazy macbooks I want one of those Disney MacBooks to edit movies on. That's what they were rocking with. But um, but the get it was I loved all I love just the sitting around the studio and eating sandwiches and smoking and drinking tea and sodas and checking out their crazy coats and Yoko. And then uh, the roof shot was awesome. Um. I've played on a couple roofs. I, I always love doing stand up on roofs. I don't know. For some reason, um, it's a lot of fun. It does make sense for stand up for music. I could see that being hard and they were out of tune and it was more for the visual was like, you know, kind of for their TV project they were trying to pull off. But pulling off a movie or a TV project, man, is like, you know, one of the most tedious going to war, you know, things. Well, I, I mean, some like a director said it was like going to war against time. Um, I got to give somebody a shot. I got to give. Uh, um, I got to give a shout out where I heard that that was from Neil Brennan. Uh, Neil Brennan, the director and the co-creator of the Chappelle show. And he said that, you know, shooting movies, any type of movie or video project is a war against time. Because it does take time, like you said, it's 
it's it sounds like the easiest thing in the world and then it ends up being very tricky um to pull off correctly and have everybody doing their best and that's what you kind of need to pull off some uh, visuals on a you know grand scale like a television show but <clears throat> but documentaries are just so entertaining in itself and and then with the beatles you kind of know the characters <clears throat> through their music so you kind of get to see it all come to life i just thought it just laid out great the sound i was just putting it on the beatles get back on disney plus i was just putting it on at night right before i go to bed and it was only good vibes you know sometimes i would i definitely fall asleep but it was cool to fall asleep to because they were just like tinkering and working and and then you see them pick up a song a lot of goofballing and that's what a lot of cre creativity comes from the uh goofball you know syndrome you have to dance with the uh chaos i always say like not with it you kind of just have to let go of your ego a lot of the the last few years i don't i think it's my age i don't know but um i'm I can see myself like thinking from an egotistical um, vantage point and then also see myself working from kind of a soul sonic uh, futuronic. Um, but my meditation schedule, I've, I have to say, I fell off. Yes, today I didn't do it. And then the other week I've been juggling a lot of stuff. So but that's just an excuse. Yesterday I did do it. And at 17 minutes, I do 20 minutes. But it feels just like working out. Like if you don't do it first, you start fiending for it if you do it all the time. But as soon as you don't do it and give it a gap, it gets harder. It's so weird. But I look forward to. Go, but at the same time, I don't want to be. Like, I struggle with trying to be perfect and making everything perfect. Um, and sometimes you get lost in the future, thinking that way. And all you got is today, brah. Um, today is going to be the day that they're going to throw it back to you. Going to smoke some herb and talk about the feeling. I got a feeling. Feeling. That day in the life and uh, I got a feeling are like my favorite Beatles jam. Um, I got a feeling. That's kind of like they're one of their more raw. Like it, it just sounds really good. And then, um, yeah, yeah. What was the other tune I said? I said, Get Back, I mean, is a great jam. That's just a simple rock and roll song. And I love that organ player that they brought in. I love that tone. But I did this gig called The Barn in Egremont, Massachusetts. Shout out to The Barn. And I did, I had a flyer for a dispensary. It's fully legal, but I had to just get in and get out. But they did have some goats there and I got to hang out with these live goats, which was awesome. Um, and then there was a horse. It's just like when you live in uh, New York bodega land, just seeing live animals, especially the pandemic, and just like naturally, I've been drawn towards, you know, nature. 
because so much is uh, dictated by computers and laptops and cell phones with everyday life that it's like the simpler way is like almost a luxury <laughs> with, you know, it's just, it's wild how the flips of the yin and yang, it, just how it flips, you know? Like if you have too much money, you get, you just like, oh, I'm eating too much or I'm thinking too much or I'm not working. Like it checks and balances. Um, it's natural checks and balances. And that's when I always thought about coffee and cannabis, like they kind of, they are kind of natural checks and balances to each other. Like the Beatles and Rolling Stones, like everybody talks about them. My old joke was like, that's the yin and yang, the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. Like, you know, the Beatles were all about helping your fellow man and being nice to your girl. It was all like, help, I need somebody. And we all live in the yellow submarine. And, uh, you know, I want to hold your hand. I want to hold. And then the Rolling Stones were just like hedonistic. Like, oh, yeah, I'm wearing leather pants. They're too tight. I'm, I'm all strung out. I want to hold your hand and put it on my schlong. <laughs> and then I'm going to shoot heroin. Um, yeah, it was like the uh, yin and yang of uh of humanity right there between the two bands but really i had a conversation about it was it's really like the rolling stones were doing straight blues um just um and which is a lot more outlaw like rock and roll pop rock and roll with the beatles were just like mainstream good songs and the beatle and the rolling stones were trying to do nasty blues and it ended up some of those songs are definitely kind of creepy and weird um but also, you know, nasty and weird and, and just good art, you know. You got to have both the darkness and lightness. And that's what that joke was about. Um, and with, with just life and music. Having something spicy. Everybody, all chocolate has salt now. It used to not have salt. Now everybody's salting up chocolate. It's just everybody's tastes have exploded because everything has become to our fingertips. You know, I got this great, I love the cannabis coffee hour on the Patreon, the video portion. I literally, this, uh, this five points had the best graffiti. So I got like a graffiti backdrop. I got this old school uh, TV filter that makes me look like I'm on like a seventies TV show. So check out the Patreon. It's simple to uh, sign up um, these videos of the podcast. Um, will not be on iTunes or Spotify. This is only, you got to go to the Patreon. That's where we're going to be smoking the most herb. <laughs> but there was, I, I didn't grab any herb while I was up there. I just, you know, I've been, I've been doing very small amounts. I did hear a rumor of like street weed, like having fentanyl in it. So I've cut everything like that. Like I definitely know who I'm getting my weed from. Um, but it is getting more and more legal. In Massachusetts, it's widely legal. But I feel like kind of like a square that I didn't go to a dispensary. The thing about dispensaries, I'll tell you a secret is, is you always end up dropping like $100 to $200. If you want to enjoy it, <laughs> um, um, it always, you know, 
you got to get prepared. And I really had just to make the money on this one and then get ready for for uh, Christmas coming up. You know, every you know, bills, bills, bills coming out from all different directions. So, you know, don't forget to sign up for the Patreon. <laughs> it's at Rob Cantrell Coffee or like and subscribe. Um, I get it. Um, but I also got to put it out there and I also want to build this brand and I also want to make it better and more high quality. Uh, I'm learning each time using different cameras, using different mics. It's a hundred percent me. Eventually I'll get a little bit of a team, but then you got to spell everything out. And I know a lot of podcasts that go out that, uh, don't last that been folding because everybody thinks it's so easy. This is like my third. I was in it with internet radio. I've done other podcasts, but some people have like a billion podcasts. It's just a wild time, but I get it. I like them. I like audio. And lucky for you, I love cannabis and coffee. So in me. So the show's got to go on. I'm doing a show uh, in February at a spot called Littlefield. Come out to that. I haven't booked it fully yet, but as soon as I start, I got some ideas and I got some feelers out. There's a couple invites out, but uh, for people performing, but we'll see who's going to show on uh, and up. Um, that's always fun, but also another thing that I have to put on my things to do list and knock out. Oh man, I think the light. Did the light go out or did I shut it off? There we go. I don't know if I ever even had it. Um, oh. But yeah, I am uh, not meditating. <laughs> I'm sleeping pretty good, um, but I will meditate maybe later today. I'm still catching up with a lot of stuff and it's starting to get really cold. And uh, so I've been, you know, kind of laying low, layering up. Um, I already lost my first hat <laughs> on the subway, but that's going to happen. The thing about winter is you're going to lose a hat and you're going to lose some gloves. It's just how it is. Um, there's always... If you make it through the whole winter without losing gloves or hat, you got your, whew, you're on top, but not that it's a bad thing, but I always try to back up and I also don't put a lot of money in that. I've been, uh, this new video, I haven't, I've just listened to a few minutes of it, but it's like two hours, but it's all on Japanese minimalism. And the one thing they were talking about is getting rid of stuff that has to be stored. <laughs> I know so many people are like, what are you talking about? I got five storage areas. But I, the more I know about my ego and just like kind of just learning to let things go or pass through, um, trying to be more of the observer to a, block, a life than, oh, I got to control this. This is what I have to control. Um, and every day seems something brand new that pops up and you think it's going to be the same. And the minute you start fantasizing about what it's going to be, it's always something different. That's the thing is uh, God isn't a hack. 
<laughs> but I don't want to uh, make this some podcast. I, I wrote down a funny thing. I don't know if I'm really spiritual or I just smoke a lot of weed. Because <laughs> um, they seem to come and uh, they come together or even just like, you know, not, you know, rejecting religion altogether. I think cannabis works with that. I don't know. It's more of like a free open space um, that you have to like reconsider everything. But uh, one thing you don't have to reconsider is signing up to the Patreon. So just you could do that. That would be really dope. <laughs> I don't want to be one of the dudes that is selling the thing, but I also don't want to be so chill that the word doesn't get out. So, so bear with me as I learn and, uh, groove and move i have a couple writing projects that's what i'm kind of trying to zero in on and that's what the meditation not to get to take the spirituality out of it the meditation helps with your discipline and i could use a little bit discipline because doing stand-up comedy and working at night and you know doing all these weird gigs um you don't have like a set schedule. You kind of live in goofball land a lot of the time. So um, the more disciplined, the more set up I can be, the better in terms of adult stuff that comes through. But that ultimately helps my stand up because it gives me more space and time that all I got to do is get up there and make it to the shows and uh, get a few laughs and I can come up with new material. It just it over the years i just know how and how happy i get with new jokes and uh new thoughts and kind of where the pocket is to you know say the jokes but with covid it's just been like every time i start going hard in the paint i'm like oh i'm out here i'm doing it i'm learning i'm like ah, i don't want the numbers to go up so i kind of back off but that's what's nice about working on these writing projects or meditation or my health or everything else um this microphone the thing about using a background and the green screen like sometimes you know your reality cuts through i never liked that <laughs> but uh maybe we'll not use it that's why i always like to not use the green screen um or the backdrop because of that, like that weird bubble that goes around you. But why am I drawing attention to that for you guys? I just crushed this huge cup of coffee in this fat bowl. Um, yeah, the Beatles, that was good. That's pretty much, I know everybody's watching these other shows. I haven't really gotten into them. Um, a lot of, a lot of YouTube, but then I then I try to watch educational stuff or at least like um, something that's good, like the Japanese minimal minimalism and then a little news. But it, I, it, it's so weird that you think news is good for you. So you're like, not that it's good for you, but you got to be informed somehow a little bit. You just don't want to be overburdened with it. Um, so that's what the balance is that I'm working on. Oh my God, this coffee's great. I mean, it's a medium roast. It was in this red bag, but I already put it in my jar.
but it was the last of the jar and it was a medium roast, but it was a little bit darker. It was like a dark bean. It had kind of that French roast aftertaste, which I don't mind. And it definitely wakes you up. Coffee and cannabis, like I, I do prefer a more a, a sativa. I mean, sour diesel, my, my ideal strain of all time is outdoor grown uh, sour diesel. That's that's kind of what I'm looking for. But I will. It's like pizza. You know, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take an indica. I'll take a sativa, especially in New York. But I heard like I almost signed up for the medical thing this week. Um, because I do think they're going to make it simpler. They need to get more simple about it. I hear New Jersey's wide open, but the stuff I'm hearing is like very underground, not underground, but like everybody's just like, it's like the green rush, like bodegas are selling it. Somebody was saying like, you have to buy socks or something to, and then you can buy some weed off of them. But, uh, but some of it's got to be regulated or the, the funk will get in there. Uh, from these underground markets or, you know, I don't know. Um, I just hope he just is safe. And that's what this podcast is all about. You know, just having a little bit of herb and having a little bit of coffee and um, talking about some shit that I watched on Netflix <laughs> and uh, visiting some coffee shops and smoking some more herb and talking to some cool comedians about music. I guess Spotify, man, that's the crazy thing that's been going down is they took my album off of Spotify. They took my stand-up album. There's this big thing going down between stand-up comedy and Spotify that they Spotify doesn't want to pay the proper rights or the performance rights, which all the other streaming services do, which is very odd. So um, I do have this new hip hop album or I don't know if it's hip hop, it's music album coming out um, with with rap styles and go go styles definitely influenced um, with my music. I just think I make my type of music <laughs> stuff I want to vibe to. That's what music is. That's what comedy is stuff you want to laugh to. And music is stuff you want to vibe to. bold too you know just a second one hitter of the show um, a lot of times i'll start talking and i get so insecure not of not letting not stop you know what i'm saying that i can't stop talking that i can't really enjoy the cannabis and then after the show i'm like oh man i just talked for an hour straight and then i'll have some more cannabis <laughs> um so i love doing this show uh, I usually take a big fat nap afterwards. Uh, I love graffiti. What do you think it is about graffiti that people love? Um, I like the colors and I like the three-dimensional design. And I love the idea of something out of nothing. Some people like how it's illegal and underground. I like that, but I don't know if that was the initial uh, thing that drew me. But if you look this is five points and five points literally was like a bombed out warehouse that the city allowed, even the cops allowed graffiti writers to write on. 
which is pretty amazing. And this is right in Queens. This is very near uh, where Nas was born uh, and rocked out. But this is Long Island City. But they, this is all knocked down. But Five Points uh, was near the old creek in the cave. And I would go over there and check out these, uh, like, check out this dude's helicopter. Sick. Um, I have a rap about helicopters. It's not on this album. If this album does good, this I have some more like B-sides and tracks laying the ground. I may do a caffeinated dope rhymes part two. Um, just like kind of like my B albums and, you know, just kind of more of demos. And to figure out how to roll this stuff out, because I'm doing caffeinated dope rhymes is not through a label or a comedy service or anything. Uh, Pure Uncut Joy is my stand-up album, and that is uh, on 800-pound Gorilla, and that's how it got taken down, um, because they're the ones talking to them about paying us, which I do think they should pay us. <laughs> but it's, a, it's such a wild time with content and how people consume it and um, how people are maybe getting overloaded with it um, because everybody's going for it. at least I don't know maybe I say that like everybody's got a podcast or everybody does stand up but I don't think so because I think it's just people I run into because that's what I do <laughs> uh, and I write I just got to give it a little bit more discipline I, I was doing my pages like every day right when I wake up like actually right after I uh, meditated um, I would write, I was about to say masturbated as a joke, but uh, um, I thought that was a little hacky. Um, but uh, yeah, I have been doing like morning pages and writing for like 25 minutes. I'll put 25 minutes on a timer and then just sit there and write whatever thoughts. So if I had any like anger issues or anything, I just write it all out there and then it would end up going into jokes or a lot of times with a lot of this stuff is like letting go of trying to control the creativity and just just doing the practice and by doing the practice uh the good shit comes naturally that's what i've tried to do it does take a long time though as tom petty said the waiting is the hardest Every day, one more chart. Love some Tom Petty, but Tom Petty still rocks. Uh, definitely a go-to on the Sirius XM. I do a lot of Sirius XM, not a lot, but some, and a lot of Spotify. But all these updates, I was I was in a messed up update zone. <laughs> Everything was not updated. I was off. Uh, you know, they're playing weird stuff. It was my Spotify. It wasn't working. Spotify. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it's like Google. It's like I, I just been thinking about fame and success. Like it just happens to the point where people ne don't get to be told no, and they don't know where the right place is to stand. And I don't know. It's uh when you're that big of a company, I guess is what I was, or that big of an entertainer, that big of a band. 
there, you know, there comes a price. And I think I, I didn't see the price earlier, but I think it's playing itself out a little bit. gotten cold out there it's like 32 degrees man i'm gonna go out there but i'm gonna take it real slow and well prepared the thing about the winter if you're prepared and the the only way to be prepared is to go through it um but i got some good boat boots this year i got some good socks i'm actually wearing the most basic hanes white socks but they're awesome no holes in them and they are i just got out of the shower and they're perfect and I'm bang. I'm rocking out a uh, fun podcast full of cannabis. I do have a bit of a mush mouth, and it's weird when you start having mush mouth, like when you smoke a lot, and then you learn to like slow down to the point of um, hearing it, and then moving, and then like choosing your words but that's what's tricky is like you kind of want to let them let it rip so that's why i'm like ah oh, fuck it just let the mush mouth be the mush mouth uh but i definitely want to cut out the ahs and ums and i i applaud you guys to, for sticking here and uh subscribing and liking the podcast because i love doing it um i'm just finished this big fat cup of coffee um and i just finished two bowls of my one hitter but i just really wanted to come on here and talk about the beatles get back and how good their coats are those dudes that was uh first of all ringo was the coolest out of all of them the the least ego and just like naturally cool and calm and just kind of ever flowing and that's what the beat was, you know, the Beatles, they're all that. That is the simplest, dopest name. And I didn't get it till much later that I mean, it's about backbeat. It's about the beat, you know, and that's what I think about early rock and roll. The beat was very swing style. You want to have some swing in your beat um, on this podcast. Bill Bird talks about swing and drums and then go go music in D.C always has swing it's not as syncopated it's not as uh you only can swing from organic you, i mean you can put some swing on there on the computer but it, it doesn't really swing it's a pocket um and you gotta rock it But I appreciate you guys all tuning in. I think we're going to sign off with that. I love you. Uh, more to come. More coffee. And more cannabis. Peace. Love. I'm out.
Thank you.